What's up everyone? Today we are continuing the talk about uh, at-home workouts and what the best way of training at home is where there's a lot of the world that's still in lockdown now. And today we're going to be talking about ways that you progress and see continual results in uh, improvements in strength, flexibility and fitness. Stick around. Hey everyone, in case you haven't met, my name's Rad Burmeister. I'm the co-founder of Unity Gym and the UMS Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into strong, flexible athletes. If you want to know how we do it, grab one of the free downloads, the Strength Blueprint, the Flexibility Blueprint, or the Nutrition Blueprint. Uh, there's a link in the description of this video if you're watching on YouTube or in the podcast if you're listening to it. Now today, I have a very special guest. Phil is off with his mentor. And we, uh, we grabbed our ultimate athlete for the year, Lachlan Husler. How are you, bro? I'm good, thanks, buddy. And yourself? Yeah, you had no idea you were doing this. No, I did not. I was, I was on a conference call stealing your office, and you just grabbed me as I was trying to leave. So uh, here I am. <laughs> How good is that? Um, I'm actually really happy that we've, got, uh, that we've got you for this show because I don't think there's anyone that can, uh, that can talk better about these at-home workouts for, for people that have done it than you. You were, you were there with me every single day, weren't you, mate? I think for 12 weeks or however long we did, I missed one session. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, yeah, I'm happy to talk about it because yeah, uh, yeah. I've got plenty of experience for them. Yeah, and if anybody, if anybody is, uh, that was doing the at-home workouts with us is watching, Lachlan is the one that kept getting excited about my shaved chest um, <laughs> on the uh, stream. No, look, if you don't understand, uh, Austra I, I, I get that Australian humor is a little bit different than others, but Lockie and I have, have a little bit of banter um, every day on the show. So look, today I want to, uh, I just want to just remind everybody, you know, why we're doing this. You know, I've got to give a shout out to Victoria, right? In, in Australia, one of our states, Victoria, they're in real trouble. Uh, either yesterday or the day before, they, re they recorded their highest amount of new cases uh, in one day, which was just under 800. Now, I know that's nothing compared to, you know, America, a lot of other countries in the world. But for Australia, it's, it's really big. And they're in, they're in stage four lockdown, which is the tightest restrictions in Australian history. So it includes a curfew from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. Um, and in, in, in support of our Victorian friends and, and any, everyone around the world that's still in lockdown, this week we're doing a series uh, on home training, on at-home workouts. And I want to... The, the big the big thing that I'll, that we're talking about this week so the big mistake that people are making and this is something that I you know this is why I'm really happy to have you here Lockie is that the big mistake that people are making with their at-home workouts that trainers are making is that they're they're trying to entertain their clients when they're training at home like they're, they're doing these you know like just random workouts of all these funky exercises some of them some of the exercises that that I'm seeing trainers do, I, I swear that they're making them up. They're, they're just making something up because it's different and putting it in a workout. And, you know, when you can't get access to a gym, thinking that the way that you should train is to do something really funky and out there and different than no one's ever done before is not the right way to go about it because there's certain principles of training that should be adhered to to get results. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, there's two things. The first one is to be consistent. So... You've, okay, you can't get to into a gym, but you can work out at home, but it's being consistent about maintaining the routine that you have. But the second thing and the more important thing, and the reason that it's why I come here every day and I pay you guys like, you know, to come to this gym is for the programming. And with the UMS and especially the at-home workout UMS that you were doing, you had devised a very structured at-home workout that was broken down by different 
like exercises on a per day basis and then they changed every four weeks and we always joke about it at the gym here just as we get good at something you guys change it mm. and and that's why like personally that's why i come is because i want to like come in and do stuff and i don't have the skills or the expertise to be able to like program stuff myself at this point in time so i rely on you giving me a structured program sure there are weaknesses that i can work on and the ums is designed to to sort of bring those out and, and focus on them but like that that is the benefit of it and having these structured at-home workouts for that 12-week period where we were locked down was like the best thing that happened like i mean mm. it was it was you know if i didn't have the the, the mm. workout to do i don't know how it would feel like mentally and physically yeah yeah and you you achieved some pretty good results in those at-home workouts didn't you oh, well i've told you like i mean since we've come back to the gym for what i don't know what happened during those 12 weeks but i am way more flexible than i have ever been in my entire life and I don't know whether it was because we were doing so much more mobility or we were doing so much more cardio or whatever it was, but I've reached flexibility and mobility um, goals that I've been training for four years to get to. And I've got them since we've come back to the gym after those at-home workouts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to find a picture here so that I can get Richard to put it up on uh, uh, on the stream if, uh, if I give him enough time to do it. Um, because you just got your first chest to floor, uh, stomach to floor pancake in that session that we just did, didn't you? This morning, yeah. This morning, so yeah, yeah. so I, I, my pancake is definitely at peak now in terms of getting to the floor. And the other one for me is front splits. Yeah, so yeah, your front splits I'm is killing it. I'm pretty it? much on the floor in front splits now, and that's I've never been able to do that. But yeah, coming out of those workouts, I don't know what it was. I mean, I definitely missed not being able to lift heavy weights, but the the flip side to that is is the calisthenics that we're now incorporating into our workouts in the gym i'm crushing because you know doing um handstand push-ups or pike push-ups whatever it was you know that's what we did a lot and a lot of volume in that during the at-home workouts yeah yeah for sure look i just want to quickly um uh repeat what yanni's written here um guys everyone that's watching please uh comment with a hi or hello just so we know um who's watching and even where you're watching from so we can give you a shout out yeah, Lockie, look, I'm, I'm so happy to hear you say all that because that's really what I what we wanted to talk about today is the the importance of periodization. And what Lockie just said, um, for those of you listening, the way he's talking about how what we do is every, like how he's saying that at the gym here, everybody jokes about how just as they start getting good at something, we change it. That's called periodization. And it's essential for progression. You cannot continue to see strength, flexibility and fitness gains by continuing to do the same thing. You, you hit a plateau. And the research shows that the plateau comes at about the four to eight week mark. It depends on the person and it depends on the program. So roughly from four to eight weeks, you need to periodize, you need to change things. So at Unity Gym, we do a six week cycle uh, and we do that for, for good reasons, but which I won't go into here, but um, I'll save the, you know, the, the, the deeper stuff, the more technical talk for tomorrow when we go live to the UMS online coaching group. Um, but with the at-home workouts, we chose four weeks before we changed. And we did that for good reason. One of the reasons why we did four weeks is because we didn't want people to get too bored and too stale with doing the same thing. That is, a, that is something that we have to watch out for. And four weeks worked well, didn't it? Because we, we were just starting to really go, wow, I'm, I'm getting better at this. And then, you know, something new came in. Yeah, I mean, plus I don't know if the, you could take doing four weeks of horizontal running again. Yeah, that's so right. Like, yeah, I, yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, some of the ones like are pretty tough, but my fitness definitely jumped. I mean, I saw your fitness, you know, massively improved. I don't oh, think man. I've ever seen you do cardio before, like yeah. in four years of coming here. So <laughs> to watch that on a consistent basis was pretty funny. Yeah. But 
you know, those workouts were challenging. And, and for anyone that, you know, wants sort of some sort of motivation, I'm sure you guys still have them all up on YouTube yeah, and you yeah. can go and have a look at them. And yeah. there's, you know, like lots of them. Yep. Um, but they were killer. Like, and some of the, and you, you can make them as hard as you want or as easy as you want. Yep. And that was one of the benefits as well, because someone like myself that had been training with you for, you know, four years to go, okay, well, what the hell am I going to do? Like when the gym shuts down, but to actually, after the first week go, wow, like those workouts were actually really challenging was great. Mm. So. Yep. Yep. So for those of you listening, if you don't know what program periodization is, it's basically changing the variables in your program as your body adapts. So the main variables that you work on with periodization are you change exercise selection, you change the intensity, which is basically the the amount of weight that you do or with body weight training, it's using leverage to do harder progression. So it's like when we went from the push up to the archer push up. Um, that was killer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or going from push ups to one and a quarter push ups yep. like we did in one of the phases. Um, then you also uh, can change rest periods. You can change the tempo of the exercises. And rep, you can, rep range. Yeah, periods. rep range. Yep. Yeah. Rep range uh, is directly related to intensity, though, yep. so it's the same thing. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so changing any or all of those things is what, called, is, is, what is called program periodization. Um, so when you're doing your at-home workouts, th- this, is, this is a really, really important thing. This is what we want to talk about. Now, Yanni went online, and he actually had a look at some of the most popular fitness apps in the world and some of the most popular fitness trainers, what they're doing for at-home workouts. And he was really, um, he was very underwhelmed with what they're doing to say the least. Now I'm not gonna put any names out, but we're talking about like the most popular ones out there. And it is all about entertaining the audience. It's all about showing some someone something that they haven't seen before, a new combination of things. And, and look, it's great. I mean, if you're somebody that is that unmotivated to train that you need to be entertained in every single workout with something new and shiny and flashy and that's what gets you going then great go for it but we cater for somebody that's on a little bit of a different part of their journey somebody that's maybe done that for long enough and has realized that they're not getting the results that they want and they want more Mm -hmm. and that's where the ums comes in and that's where the ums at home workouts come in we provide a platform to be able to keep you entertained enough to keep you coming back but to follow scientific uh, periodization principles so that we get real results um, and you and me both felt that didn't we you know 12 weeks man shit like there was you know you can see the ch- Yanni talks about you can see the change in my body from phase one to phase four I got shredded man and I put on muscle as well well you know? yeah like and I'm sure there were lots of online viewers that appreciated that but, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I certainly didn't like um, lose as much weight as, as you did or as get as shredded as you did but I wasn't sort of focusing as much on my diet as probably you guys yeah, did yeah I cut dairy out as well I did I did a couple of dietary changes to really really um, capitalise on that and to show people what's what's possible you yeah. know what you could do and but I worked. mean but not everyone loves doing cardio and, and and the way that those at-home workouts, you know, in terms of the sort of like, let's call it the, the first 30 minutes of, of you know, doing the, the five sets of the four exercises and then, you know, the cardio stuff at the end. I mean, and they were challenging. I, I can remember being in my lounge room. I'd have you up on the TV and I actually had my, you know, airplane from my Mac onto the onto the TV. And um, I'd be like, okay, we've got to do this. And it's just like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe I have to do this. Um, and it was motivating also having the group there in the chat. Um, I can't imagine how difficult it would have been for you here in the studio or in the gym with all of the stuff up on the windows and just doing it by yourself. Um, You know, Yanni, sure, Yanni was there yelling at you and things like that, but with no audience and and knowing that like there's, you know, between 50 and 100 people online counting on you to do these exercises, even if you're feeling like shit, like like, I've got to do this, right? I mean, that's got to be a bit motivating for you. It was, it was, and it was a surreal experience because it made me... um, 
I was really aware of how I couldn't, I couldn't get sick and I couldn't hurt myself. Like even if I twinged my neck, it would have really affected my ability to be like, I would have, I, I said to myself, look, I'm going to do it either way. And there was a couple of times when I tweaked my shoulder and I had to say, look, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of a regressed version for this or a few less reps, but I still really bought it as best as I could. And it was, it was a surreal experience, man, because um, like in all honesty, if I didn't have Yanni there interacting with you guys, it, it, far out that would have been hard yeah yeah um and, yeah. What, and what about like i mean even with the periodization doing the deload week in those four weeks yeah. was interesting as yeah. well because i f i usually found that you know you do the first week and your body's adapting you're like wow okay yeah i've got a bit of doms and that sort of stuff second week's okay and then we do a peak week and those peak weeks were tough they were hard weren't they? like very yeah. tough and then it, when you combine that into you know the four-week program by the, the the deload week of the fourth week you know i was like I need that. Yeah. I need that week <laughs> yeah. because yeah, um, yeah, and if, and and for those of you listening, if you don't know what Lockie's talking about there, what he's referring to is a process called supercompensation, and what happens is if you um, you know, if you if your strength is represented by the horizontal axis and time, uh, sorry, if if time is represented by the horizontal axis and strength is represented by the vertical axis, as as time goes on by doing a, a good program your strength will actually drop a little bit so you you can you can quite often feel by the second or third week that you're losing strength and where people that don't understand how supercompensation works is what they think is i need to train harder but you don't what what you're actually in is what's called a state of uh, overreaching okay it's not overtraining overtraining is very different but you're in a state of overreaching and what happens is when you're in a state of overreaching the only way to to supercompensate is to deload the volume by doing less for roughly about a week period uh, and then what's, what happens is you supercompensate. Your body goes through a process called adaptation. You become stronger. And all of the work that you've done comes together and you, you, you become stronger over that week. And that's what a deload week is for. And a good program, a good periodized program, uses a deload week to capitalize on that supercompensation. And yeah, man, oh. I, we could feel it, couldn't we, right? Yeah. That week four, man, I was wrecked. I, I guess another way you could think about it is having that deload week, when you then start the next phase of your program, you feel fresher, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, and and, it, and Shit, it's because yeah. it's because you're stronger or whatever. But you've had that rest period. Your body has like adapted to the work that it's been doing. And then when you step into the new phase of your program, you're like, wow, like why why is this so much easier? Or yeah. why do I feel so much better when I'm doing this this exercise? Yep. And it's because you've had that period where you haven't you know yep. overtrained or, yep. or whatever it is. So. Yeah, and if you um. If you don't do that, like at the end of that fourth week, imagine when you're as wrecked as we are and you still go into the next week just trying to go as hard as you can. You, everybody gets to a point, people don't understand this, but if you don't use a, a, a programmed deload week, so if you're not really capitalizing on supercompensation, you end up being doing a forced deload. And that's when people, they, they won't or you, get, or you get injured. Yeah, or you get injured, right. Yeah. But that's a forced deload as well. Yeah. But a forced deload is either you get injured and then you can't train or you get to a point where you feel so fucked that you think, oh man, I'm just not going to train today and then you don't train for two days and your body goes through that forced supercompensation. but there's a much smarter way to do it and that's why we did uh, that's why we use deload week so if you're when you're doing your at-home workouts make sure that you're programming make sure you're using periodization so you're thinking of how can i how can i progress my exercises every four weeks and make sure that you use a deload week so that you uh super compensate. It's really 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 important mm -hmm. now the next thing that i want to talk about is um is progressive overload and the way that we use progressive overload in the at-home workouts and progressive overload in a nutshell 
like um, I, I really like this um, explanation. It's a, it's a really simple one. If you went and picked up uh, a set of 10 pound dumbbells and you did bicep curls with them and you could just do eight reps and you did three sets of eight reps and you did that for say three or four workouts and by the end of the fourth workout, you can now do 12 reps of those 10 pound dumbbells. And then you go and pick up the 12 and a half pound dumbbells and you go back to eight reps and you repeat that process again. That's called progressive overload. So that's a really layman's way of, of describing it. But with weights, it's really easy because with weights, you just up the weight a little bit. Mm -hmm. But with calisthenics training, which is what you're doing in an at-home workout if you don't have gym equipment, you have to be more creative. And remember, if you remember the way that we were using progressive overload, I don't know if you guys, well, you, you probably would because you've been training with us for so long that you'd understand this stuff. But I, I don't know if a lot of other people would have picked up on this. But the way that, remember, every week I was going, like with the hip thrusts, I was one week we were doing 12 reps and the next week we were doing 14 reps and the next week 16 reps. So that's a way of using progressive overload. With body weight. Uh, with body weight, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to use progressive overload because progressive overload, um, the idea of going from week one to peak week is that you progressively overload from week to week to week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, could you feel that? Happening? Yeah, yeah, I could. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of hip thrust, but like, I, I definitely could feel that. I mean, the other way, I guess, that you're doing progressive overload, as you said before, is increasing the resistance by using leverage. Um, so going from a, um, I mean, what I found I was doing is with the pike push-ups, is I was feet elevated. Yeah. So initially on the floor until get my body used to it, or the tiger push-ups was another one, like where mm. you really had to get used yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. And then, but it was like, okay, well now I can do eight reps like pretty easily. So how do I increase the difficulty? Yep. So then it was like, okay, I'll put my feet up on the couch yeah, yeah. and I, you know, I'm way more vertical in terms of the pike push-ups. Yeah. And, and that way I could feel a bit more in terms mm. of the overload in my shoulders. Yep. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Guys, I'm gonna give a couple of shout outs here. So uh, if you're watching on the live stream and you haven't already, please uh, give a little hello and where you're watching from. So, hey, Dave Clark, uh, good to see you on the stream here. Uh, Lee Clements in regional, uh, regional Victoria in stage three lockdowns. Um, yeah, where Yanni's sending some love to you, Lee, so are we. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful that we haven't gone into lockdowns like that again. So really feeling for you guys. I'm, I'm, uh, touching, I'm touching wood for touching you. Touching wood, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Lee is saying, uh, you doing regressions when you needed to was a great example to all. Yeah, thanks, Lee. Um, I, I really want to make a point of that because, I, you know, it, it's a mistake that Yanni and I made for a long time in our training, which was the go hard or go home mentality, which is, you, you know, you, you just push through it, you know, like I'm not feeling good, but I'm going to push through it. And I learned so many times the hard way that you, you just get injured. And the older I get and the worse the injuries I get, uh, I've eventually wised up. And now, yeah, I, I made a really big um, point of, uh, of saying that stuff, Lee, like, you know, I'm feeling a bit of a twinge in my shoulder. I'm going to regress because this is what my body needs. So I'm really happy to hear that you uh, that you picked up on that. Well, just uh, what I would add to that is it's one thing, like it's one ethos of this gym that I think is is pretty like key, which is to leave your ego at the door. Mm. And I've been here training with you for almost five years now. And I've seen a lot of people come in that have some experience in training and then they come in and they try and do some of the stuff that, that you teach and they can't do it. And they're like, Oh, wow. And it's too hard. Well, no, no it's, it's too hard, but it's also a shock to them 
as a person because they're like, I can do this yeah. like better than anyone else at the gym that I was at before. And then I come here and I try and do like a compression exercise and I can't even get my feet off the floor. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay. But it's the same thing with the training. It's like, I don't need to show other people in this gym that I can bench press 100 kilos. Mm. I mean, I can do it, sure, but I don't need to do it every day. And if I'm not feeling it, then I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I don't have to prove anything to anyone else other than myself. Yeah. And you guys really have reinforced that as, as a sort of a core value value of people that are training here and you know the fact that you can realize wow there were, i felt a twinge and therefore i'm not going to go hard because yeah. you know you and i are both slightly older than mm -hmm. like you know some of the people that might be listening or, or that, that train with us to the gym and i listen to my body now more than i've ever listened to it before yeah. uh, and again it's another thing that you guys have taught me you know in terms of yeah. the way that i should train yeah and you know training at home if you are training at home now during lockdown it's a really great opportunity to be able to really embrace that because there is no one looking at you. You don't have to worry if you have to do push-ups on your knees and you feel like you're not competing, you know, with the big kids in the uh, in the gym. You can just really, you know, do this you versus you type workout and uh, really, really take a, a good look at where you're at and what your body needs and, you know, do what's right well, for that's, you. Well, that's what I'm battling with currently at the moment is when we go and do the hit circuits at the end of the class up the back and you know, I'm doing today, we were doing bicycle crunches and it's like, I got to 35 seconds and I'm like, you know, I just, and I stop as opposed to doing the full 40. Yeah, and yeah. It's not because my body won't do it. It's because mentally it's saying, you, you know, you can stop yeah, and yeah. it's fighting sort of, you know, against yourself. And yeah. I've been watching a bit of that sort of David Goggins stuff recently. And like, he must be so mentally tough, that guy. Like, oh, yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it is. It is. Um, so Vinny Brown is saying, uh, hi guys, catching you live today. Great to see you on the show, Vinny. And then Vinny's also saying, what does deload for flexibility look like? So it's a really good question. Um, what I want you to think of is that when you do flexibility training, um, there's there's two ways to do it. Well, the, you've got to define the difference between flexibility and mobility. So, and Vinny's then saying, wondering when it's appropriate to deload in the context of the mobility masterclass. Yeah, good call. Um, so, I the way that I've always deloaded with flexibility is that I just, when I'm deloading for strength training, I just deload the intensity and maybe even the volume of the flexibility. And I don't, I don't actually think about it as um, specifically as I do with strength training. Like with strength training, when I deload, I'd almost put my calculator out. Like I'm calculating what 40% of my total volume is, but I'm still aiming for, for strength improvements in that volume. So it's so much of a shorter workout. Whereas when I deload for um, flexibility, all I do, I just basically don't push myself hard. I don't really try to see any improvements and I, and I just see how I feel on the day. Mm -hmm. If I feel good, I'll do a couple more sets and if I don't feel good, I won't. And I basically just take that one week where um, you know, I don't, I don't do much at all. And if you're following the UMS program, Vinny, in the UMS program, we do deload slash testing week in the one week. And when we do that testing week, we don't actually do any flexibility training no. in the sense of we're not doing like five sets of Jefferson curl in a workout. What we do is we do a couple of flexibility assessments or mobility assessments. And, and that's really, and the warm up and a cool down. And that's really your flexibility training yeah, for the day. And that's new. So prior to um, lockdown, we didn't actually test the mobility in the testing program. Whereas yep. we've gone through one testing cycle since we've been back mm -hmm. and we tested mobility for the first time, which was actually really good because, you know, you're standing there like having, you know, one of the other people training here take a photo of you to see where you're at. 
Um, I'm still trying to work out like how warmed up we get to be before we actually like test where that mobility is at. But yep. um, it'll be interesting to see how that progresses over time. But to answer Vinny's question, in the past when we were deloading, like I haven't specifically done any mobility yeah. for that particular week. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the test and yeah. then that's it. And the test involves way less volume. So yeah. to your point, it's just deloading yeah. volume and um, yeah. and that's and that's it. So yeah. and it, and like I can really feel the benefit of that, to be honest. Yeah. So when you come in the following week and then you restart the program again with the, the adjustments that have been made, you do feel so much fresher. Yeah, man. Yeah, you do. It's it's a really big part of training that, that deloading properly. Yep. And um, you know, Vinny, the I know I know how hard it is. Um, you know, and especially when when you see all these questions that come up in the UMS um, movement mastermind, we get so many questions of people asking how do I use this program and how do I combine it with that and how do I do this and um, you know it's a really important thing to understand Vinny and, and anyone doing the mobility masterclass that yeah a deload for flexibility is really just just don't strive for improvements for a week mm -hmm. just go through the motions you know and what that means is like I don't I even really get rid of any loaded flexibility like where I'm grabbing a weight plate and doing a loaded pancake or grabbing a barbell a, a, um, you know a 30 kilo barbell or something and doing Jefferson curls um, which is what I'm working on at the moment and and you just do mobility training where you're basically just doing something like the 18 minute stretching routine or, or the cool down that we do at the end of the well, class I, I was going to say like the other thing like that's probably come out of that's changed in this place since we come out of lockdown is that we do do that mobility cool down and I don't know how similar that is to the online mobility masterclass um, no, that mobility cool down is the exact cool down that we did in the at home workouts. That that video I did, okay. I, I actually literally just took one of the at home workouts and edited, cut the mobility okay. routine from the end out. Okay, yeah. but I mean that's that's super beneficial. Like yeah. I, I already so can good. see, and I, and the, the newbies that we've got in the, that have come into the gym since the place has reopened are already benefiting from doing yeah. that every day yeah. for ten minutes at the end of the workout yeah. and. You know, whether or not that's sort of similar, someone taking, you know, the 18 minute stretching routine or whatever it is and, and tacking that on to the end of a workout they're doing at home or or in a gym somewhere else mm -hmm. around the world. But mm -hmm. it's doing that at every day mm -hmm. and seeing the gains that you get from doing that every day. Yep. And it's not like super it's not a super intense, it's not like I'm doing you know, a pancake here with a 25 kilo weight plate at my back at the, at the back, but I'm just going through the pancake motions and doing mm -hmm. a couple of mm -hmm. stretches in there for 30 seconds to a minute, but doing it every day as as we're finishing the workout. Yep. Yeah, Yanni's saying my biggest breakthrough is um, flexibility um, coming after a break. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, you, you do get flexibility doms, you know, you get doms from, from stretching hard and, and pushing it every week. And when you do deload like that, you get a, you get a great response. So, um, Diane Norbury saying down in Geelong regional Victoria. Um, yeah, look, thanks for tuning in, Diane, you know, hopefully things are going to start uh, getting better for you guys down there. And Greg Gillespie's, um, tuned in and said, morning guys, morning, Greg. Um, well, look, Lockie, uh, thanks for tuning. Uh, thanks for joining us, brother. Um, this has made my job a hell of a lot easier doing this show, having someone to talk to. Um, it's always really hard talking straight to the camera and trying to have a good conversation. So it was really good to have you on here. But you, you always talk to yourself anyway, don't you? I do. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I do. Yeah. I do. Um, so everyone that's listening, Yanni asked the question yesterday on the UMS Movement Mastermind, um, you know, in, in light of this series of shows that we're doing about training and lockdown and everything, you know, would anybody like the at-home workouts to be a flash sale for this uh, weekend? And we had a lot of people saying yes. So 
I think we might do that. Yanni and I haven't haven't discussed it um, yet today because Yanni is still waiting for the results of his COVID nineteen test. He's in isolation, so I'm uh, I'll have a chat to him today and we'll see if that's what we're going to do. Let us know if it is something that you want. Um, if you are in lockdown or if you still can't get to gyms or if you're not sure about um, when you're going, you know, if you are going to have to go back to lockdown in the future, then I can guarantee you that these at home workouts are going to be a game changer for you. It's a really amazing thing to have in your repertoire or you just want like a change that something that's different to going to the gym like it's not just it's not just for this lockdown period you know i'd never i've never trained at home without equipment like we did you know and and we made a real point when i was writing those programs and i said like yanni for example i said for the pulling exercises, Yanni, I'm just going to use the rings because, you know, we can tell everybody that they'll use a towel. And Yanni said, no, you're not. You're going to do exactly what people have got at home so that people can't say, well, you're doing it like this. Oh, no, I, I had like the hand towel and then the yoga mat through the hand towel yeah. over the door. And yeah. I had to like, there was a full process for me to get everything yeah, set yeah. up before the like yeah, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, actually course. started streaming. And yeah. that was, you know, again, it's part of, it's like a routine. So yeah. You know, I, I think people like work most effectively when they have a routine. So, um, yep. and putting that routine and having everything done and like, and you know, honestly, like the at-home workouts was a godsend because I don't know what would have happened if I wasn't training. Oh man, wouldn't we? Yeah, wouldn't we all? I mean, everybody said that. And you know, what's really cool about those at-home workouts is we've got members that travel and people always say to us, what do I do when I travel? And now we've got the best answer yeah. to the at-home workouts, man. You yeah. can do that any you, in your hotel room with, What's in the hotel room, you can do those exact at-home yep. workouts. You don't need anything else. And man, are they good, yep. you know. So, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you've made it this far and you're watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast, make sure you go and join the UMS Movement Mastermind. It's a Facebook group where we record these podcasts live. This is where we're answering uh, people's questions and interacting with our tribe. So uh, you can ask us questions, um, whatever you want. And uh, also download one of the free blueprints, the Flexibility Blueprint, the Strength blueprint and the nutrition blueprint there's a lot of great information there and let's all thank Lockie for joining us uh what a great guest um great to have you on here Lockie. and man i just i just love seeing your progress man fuck you've come far thank you rad well like i've got a good teacher so good student (laughs) all right team thanks for tuning in everyone uh make sure you tune in tomorrow we're going to be wrapping up this week um talking about uh you know the, the 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 way that you're going to get some serious results with that uh, with at home workouts during this lockdown period. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a great day. Speak soon. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that. It's far. the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.